Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition Minded. Welcome back. We are now in season two, mm-hmm. episode one. Um, I'm Heather. I'm and Lenore. Here's Lenore. Yep. Um, and we are going to talk to you today about scarcity mindset. Scarcity mindset, according to WebMD, a scarcity mindset is when you are so obsessed with the lack of something that you cannot seem to focus on anything else. This usually applies to time or money, but it also applies to food. Have you ever felt or do you ever find yourself worried about your next meal? And um, there was a group that I used to work out with that that came up so often is everybody would, everybody in the group was like, oh my God, I just, I can't wait to my next meal. I can't, like every time I eat a meal, I'm thinking about what the next meal is or what the next time is I'm going to eat. Yeah. Um, and I think that for a lot of us mm. comes from diet culture and being told, you know, you, you can't eat this or you can't do that. And so that forces us into only worrying about when we can and cannot eat. When you're eating a meal, are you worried you won't get enough or that someone else will get more than you? I think the latter, the someone else will get more than you, actually probably often, more often applies to men. Men find themselves overeating to make sure that they get enough or that someone else doesn't get it. That rarely, rarely you'll find women do that. Women kind of go the other way if there's if there's people around, they won't eat as much and then they'll overeat later. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up with siblings? Do you find yourself rushing to get seconds to make sure that they don't get it all first? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my clients um, find themselves thinking all day about food. Back to the workout group that I was talking about, um, I awake thinking about food. I'm always worried about what the next meal is, what, what will we cook for dinner? All of those things that run through your head, and I think that's much of a dieter's mentality. Food seems scarce, so we have to constantly worry about when we're going to get the next what to feed ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you find this in childhood also. Kids obsess over eating, and they're not being enough, or they're not getting enough, and they need to eat it all, even if they're full. They need to eat it all to make sure that they get their fair share or that they've gotten everything in case it's not there later. Talk to us. How do we combat the scarcity mentality? What do you see in your clients as far as scarcity mentality? Well, I thought it was really interesting when you brought up the scarcity mentality around food because most of the clients that I coach have issues with feeling like there's never enough time. That's a thought Uh, that a lot of my clients have. There's never enough time. I can't get everything done. There are not enough hours in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to say that all the time too. Or there's not enough money that I'm going to run out of money, there's not enough in the budget, um, that I have to buy this now before we run out of money. 
So when you were telling me about your clients who were concerned about food, and these were dieters. These are like women trying to lose weight. Yes. And I was fascinated because that is not typically clients who come to me for coaching are overweight. And so they may be overweight because of a scarcity mentality, but it usually they're buffering with food. Usually they're feeling bad and they don't want to feel that, that bad feeling that doesn't feel good. And so they eat because that, that way they get a dopamine hit and they feel better. Scarcity mentality, no matter what it is that you're afraid of running out of, the first thing you need to do is realize that you're having that thought. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to know of your clients who told you that they were like worried about where the next meal was, what the next meal would be. How many of them recognized that they were thinking that in an abnormal way? I don't know an exact number, but I would say probably less than 20%. Wow. I wouldn't, I, most people don't realize that that's what's happening. Yeah. They just think I'm hungry or I need more or I don't, I mean, I don't even know really what the mind set is, but I don't think they realize that it is a scarcity mentality. I don't think they realize the make that mind body connection. Right. Which is really interesting because so much of that being concerned about what's next, what's coming next. Is there enough of this is coming from a a feeling of lack. Like you're thinking that you're not going to have it for whatever reason. So, I mean, step one, if, if you recognize yourself in this or your children or your spouse or whatever is to just recognize, Oh, that's where I'm coming from. Or that's where that person is coming from. I mean, one of my kids, I was telling Heather earlier, I'll buy a box of chewy granola bars, like the big size box. And I bought it and I said, listen, we have 18 of these granola bars. Okay. There's going to be plenty. There's going to be plenty for days. And he still ate 12 on the first day and made himself sick. And I said, why did you eat so many granola bars? He's like, mom, I just wanted to make sure I got some. I was like, but 12 made you sick. And and I realized he was coming from a sense of scarcity because there are three other kids in the house, all of whom like this type of granola bar. So he just wants to be absolutely certain he gets it. So I was used to scarcity mentality and that, like the overeating part, but not the people who were restricting. Yes. To me, that's super fascinating. Yeah. I think when those people or those clients are coming to you with trying to lose weight, trying to be healthier, and then being concerned about what comes next, how much of that do you think is scarcity and how much do you think is like concern with what they're putting in their body next? I think the scarcity mentality comes from them being overly concerned about what they can and cannot eat. Yeah. If you diet and restrict for so long, your body naturally reacts to that right. in that, you know, I'm, I'm not a bear. I'm not hibernating. Right. You know, right. you know, I think they have dieted and restricted for so long mm-hmm. that their natural thought is, I'm not going to get this again. Mm-hmm. I better eat it now. Yeah. When they do eat X, Y, Z. Right. So step one is recognizing that you're having that thought because so many of our thoughts are automatic. We're not even aware that we're thinking them or that we're operating from those thoughts. That's good. And I want to ask you, how do we drop in? And drop in is a term that I use and you might use a different term, but how do we drop in and how do we begin to, because that's not a process that they're going to just know, okay, I can intercept this thought because I know this is scarcity mentality. How do we drop in and recognize, or how do we begin to recognize that so we can drop in? Yeah. Maybe that's... Well, so if you, if you are listening to this and you're thinking you recognize this in yourself, the first thing would be to think, 
literally say to yourself, there may not be enough of dinner to go around, you know, and then you literally just want to notice the feeling in your body. And is it an open feeling? Is it like, so what, you know, or, or do you automatically go to, I'll figure something else out. It's no big deal. Or do you feel tight and clenched? When you just said that, um, there's not enough dinner to go around. Yeah. I immediately, because we've worked together and I can recognize this now, but I immediately was like, whew, I felt my heart rate go up a little bit. Right. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, but what, do, what about the kids? Right, right. And that's the fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system that's like, whoo, got to do something. So your thought is causing a sensation in your body. And that's what dropping in is. Dropping in is when I think this thing Literally, how do I feel? Noticing that sensation. Right. So and noticing the heart rate go up. Yeah, or just a tight feeling or just okay. a clenched feeling or just a um, something is wrong feeling. Yes. You know, like you don't feel light. You don't feel open. You don't feel happy. Like if I think there's not enough to go around, like especially if I'm cooking dinner and maybe I realize like I made a really great dish that everybody loves and I didn't know that one of my kids was going to eat it. I didn't know they were going to be home. And so I literally was cooking this orange chicken going, there's not going to be enough to go around. And so I immediately was like, oh, what am I going to do? And I had that tight, clenched, you know, I got to do something about it. So if I were the one eating it and then I had that there's not enough tight, clenched feeling, I might try to get that feeling to go away by eating as much as I could right yes. then, right? Yes, To yes. like serve myself, okay, I'm going to get everything that I can right now on my plate because there isn't enough and I want to be sure I get the part that I want. So yeah. I wouldn't do that as a mom. Like you probably wouldn't do that as a mom either. I'm going to serve myself first. You guys are on your own. You right. Know? But I could absolutely see one of my younger children doing that. Like, oh, I love this. Give me a huge portion. And me saying, no, everybody needs to get a little bit and then we'll see what's left. Yeah, there's always seconds. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's another thing we were talking about was with kids especially who are worried they're not going to get enough of something, you were saying, point out point it out to them like mm -hmm. there's plenty I used to buy one family size box of mac and cheese like with the cheese sauce already made my that's a huge treat for my kids <laughs> when they get that well one family size box is not enough for four kids yeah. you get that once a month so then I'm thinking like okay I need to buy two like I cook two now I cook two at once and that way I'm like there's plenty look how much there is there's plenty you do not need to make that huge bowl and I no actually noticed this now that I'm saying this to you when I made that for them the last time, it was like last week, and I made two boxes, and I said to the kids, I made double what I normally do. There's plenty. You do not need to have a big bowl, so if you're not hungry, don't feel like you've got to eat it all now. So I gave each one just a regular size amount, and one kid came back and said, would you scoop me up some more, but I'm not hungry right now. I just want you to put it in the fridge. Oh, but so recognizing that they would want more, but right. they didn't want it but now. He, like, so if I had not made two boxes of it and there was a little bit left, he would have just gone on and eaten. Yeah. You know? But this time I was, it was just an experiment. I was mm -hmm. like, I wonder what will happen if I double how much I normally make and point it out to them. And so that's what happened. Like, I was just helping to break that scarcity mentality. There's plenty of this. Changing your thoughts and behaviors around scarcity mentalities, first of all, realizing that you're having that gut reaction to the thought that, what am I going to eat next? There may not be enough. And like a, a prime example, when COVID happened, I had five kids and a husband living at home, so seven of us. And you go to the grocery store and they're like, you can have one dozen eggs. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's two days of breakfast mm -hmm. at my house. If And we don't even all eat eggs, you know? And so I was thinking... Oh my gosh, liter that was literally a scarcity issue that I had not 
noticed before because it had not ever been limited before, yeah. right? How much I could buy. So I would just buy a dozen eggs at three different grocery stores. But then I was focusing all my time and mental effort on making sure that I had enough food. That's a literal scarcity issue because of supply chain issues. So I was starting to get really worked up. And this is before I even knew about life coaching at the very beginning of the pandemic. But I would have, I would sit, literally stop and say, stop. They don't have to have eggs for breakfast. We've got cereal. If somebody says, I want eggs and I say, I'm sorry, we don't have any. And they have a temper tantrum. I can feel bad about that. Or I can go, I know, buddy, I really wanted eggs too, but this, we're out. I'm sorry. Here's your other three choices, you know? And I think we get on these thought loops too, because we don't realize, like you said, that you can stop that thought. Yes. And change it. Yes, you just need to realize, have the awareness that you're having that thought. And then when I would start to find myself getting worked up about what am I going to do, I was like, well, if I can only buy a dozen eggs at Publix, I could have stopped there and stewed. But then I was like, well, there's other grocery stores. Right. I mean, yes, it's going to be inconvenient, but they had grocery pickup. So I would just schedule pickups at multiple grocery stores for the so same So you're like in Winn-Dixie scheduling to pick up at Publix. Well, I was, no, in my living room. I was not going anywhere. I was sitting in my kitchen, like with my list, and I would schedule like a pickup at one store, a pickup at another, and then I would like, they would all be ready, and I would tell the first store I'm coming, and then as I'm leaving that store's parking lot, I would click the app and tell the next store I'm coming. I'm coming. Here I And then I, I would make my yeah. loop. And I was like, this is inconvenient, but oh well. Yeah. You know? But so the first thing is recognize you're having the scarcity thought. The second thing is asking yourself, how is that not true? Yeah. And that's what I was doing because my brain was telling me we're going to run out of food. There's not going to be enough. And I was like, no, that, okay. How is that not true? Well, there's more than one grocery store. Yeah. You know, let's relate this back to bought my kids some chips that I don't normally eat or that I think that I should not eat. Yeah. Um, And I've, been restricting for a while and and I bought my kids this and I'm going to put it in their lunch so I'm making their lunch and I see the bag and it's half full and they leave for school and I devour the bag Mm -hmm. and that's because I've been restricting for so long I'm afraid I'm not going to get it again and so I just it tastes so good I devour the whole bag I recognize that now right? right and and so next time I can, I can hopefully stop that loop and stop those thoughts. Um, how do we redirect? How do you redirect I'm, your behavior yes, going forward yes, like in how, that situation? Right. So you determine what result you want, okay. right? Like if this next time this happens that I pack the lunches and there's half a bag of chips left over. And I have to have them. And, I, and so your, your brain is telling you I have to eat those right now or there may not be any. I mean, the first thing is recognize you're having so, that thought. So drop in. Right. So I know, based on last time, that right. I'm going to finish this bag off. Well, that you want to. And I, want I mean, to. you can choose to or you can yes. choose not to. That's the thing. And so recognize that it's a thought that if I don't eat these now, I won't get any. What if you hit them? I mm. mean, that's a solution, you know. The other thing is determining how you want to feel about that. Do you want a bag of chips to have control over you? Oh, or do the you bag has to, con- the chips yeah, have control. The chips have I control, don't. right? Yeah, you're just like you're allowing the chip bag to make you think a certain thing about yourself, and you're not even questioning it. So it's having the awareness of the thoughts that you're having, and then what do you want the outcome to be? Do you want to eat the bag of chips or not? I mean, and, not really, right? right? So Most if of you us don't. Don't want to eat the bag of chips. What would a person who doesn't eat those bag of chips? What would that person do? 
in that situation? I mean, what would their actions be? So I guess that person would just close the bag and put it back in the pantry and right. move along. But what do you do if you can't stop thinking about it? Well, let's let's finish that model first. Okay. Like, say right. you just put the chips away put and the you chips don't away. eat them. Yeah. And then you like you might ask yourself, am I even really hungry? And if you are hungry, get something else that's healthy to eat that mm-hmm. you want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the question then would be what feeling would help you to take those actions? Mm-hmm. Like not a feeling of panic, right? Right. Not a, not a oh, my God, i got to eat it now feeling. Because it I think be, that's a lot of people feel uncontrolled and right, that's a panic. Out of control, yeah. right. So if you want to feel in control and if you want to feel calm, or even just neutral about the chips. Like, I don't have a thought about this. I don't care about the bag of chips, okay? You choose your feeling, and then we're going to find out what thought helps us to truly feel that way. And it has to be a believable thought. Okay, so I guess a, a feeling that I could choose would be um, motivated for whatever goal, if I had a goal. Or um, confident, maybe, that they're there if I want to eat them. Right. But right now, I don't. So that's your thought. Okay. Okay. Your feeling is confidence Mm -hmm. and your thought is they're there if I want to eat them later, but I don't have to eat them now. So that's what we did was work backwards. Okay. You're kind of looking at me like, huh? No. no. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, I mean, it's literally that easy. It's literally, and do you believe that they'll be there later? So I, the reason I was looking at you like that is I do, like I believe it, Yeah. but I'm trying to go through all the scenarios with my clients of like all the yeah, buts that they would say. Right. Which would be what? Like, yeah, but somebody might find them. But somebody else will eat them. And I think a lot of times they, my clients don't believe, um, or we as just creatures don't believe the thoughts that we're having are not true. Mm -hmm. So I can't control myself is not a true thought. Right. It's not true, but I think we don't believe that. Well, but it also is, is a self-serving thought, right? Because if you're thinking I can't control myself, then you have just given away all responsibility for your actions, right? Oh yeah. Good. If you you truly believe, well, I can't control myself, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And then you can go, well, I just couldn't control myself. I mean, I have patience like that, Mm -hmm. but I just can't quit smoking. I just don't have the willpower. Yeah. Okay, that's a thought. You are now not choosing to quit smoking, even though you have lung cancer, because you are thinking, well, I don't have any power over it. And the root of this is it's just easier, yeah. and our brains are always going to find easy. the easy yeah, way they out. they always want the easy button. Yeah. Right. E, that was easy. But yeah. Who was that? I know. that. We need to market them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the no. nutrition minded button. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's part of it is recognizing what thought you're having, deciding or, or recognizing how it's making you feel, deciding if that's true all the time. All right. That's the first step to changing a thought is asking yourself if you really truly believe there's not gonna be enough of this, is that always true? No, you can buy more, you know? And even just the thought I can buy more makes me kind of relax a little bit. Yeah. Buy more, you know, it might not be there when I want it, but I'm not dying of starvation. Like, but also, how easy this is another thought how easy is grocery shopping now? Oh, we're so spoiled. I, I mean, we're just spoiled. They'll bring it to your door. You, are, you can door dash it, right. you can waiter app yeah. it, you can all the Uber Eats or whatever, yeah. all the apps. There's so many apps and so many things. Yeah. Um, if you, you have just, teenagers, you can send your teenager to the store. Yeah, you can just <laughs> pick up groceries. I mean, yeah. even just picking up groceries, I don't mind going to drive and get them because then I get some time in the car to listen to a podcast. Yes. You know? So 
recognizing the thought you're having, seeing how it makes you feel, recognizing what actions you're taking from the thought that I'm not, I'm not going to get any of this later. Asking yourself, is that really true? It, it, it's not true. There's going to be another bag of chips with your name on it in your future, you know? Right. And then deciding, do I want to let this piece of food have that amount of control over me? To or where do I, I feel wanna... so overwhelmed. Yeah. Or do I want to have control over it? I mean, the same thing can be said of time. The same thing could be said of money. Like, do I want to give all of my power to my schedule? Do I want to give all of my power to what's in my bank account? Mm-hmm. You can, but if you live from that scarcity mentality that there's not enough, then you're going to have negative outcomes, which is what you see a lot with your clients who are just panic, anxiety, hyper focus. Yeah, yes. Food. So okay, so we're going to drop in. We're going to do all the things, um, and on a future podcast, we're going to talk about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Because we are all so afraid of being uncomfortable. Yeah, we need to just do a feelings podcast. Yes. We're going to do that. Okay. Okay. So thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. And, oh, email us with questions if you have any. Nutrition-minded1, the number one, at gmail.com. Yes. Email us. Talk to you later. Follow us on Instagram. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.